Hi guys, on today's podcast, I'm talking about slumps. That's underperforming or mental blocks or performance anxiety, any kind of setback that leads to low self-confidence and unhappiness in your sport. You're just feeling like you're not doing your best. So if you can relate to that, or if you might at any point, then this is a good episode for you. We're going to talk about the three steps that you can take to unslump yourself. Welcome to the Perform Happy Podcast, where athletes and their support squad come to learn the secret weapon for sports success. I'm your host, Rebecca Smith. First, I was a scaredy cat gymnast, then a coach. Now I'm a sports psychology expert and a parent. Athletes, whether you're feeling stuck or you're having the best season of your life, I'm here to help you reach peak performance and maximum enjoyment. Hey everybody, I am Coach Rebecca Smith, and my job is to help young athletes build confidence, overcome fear, and build self-trust that not only helps in sport, but also helps big time in life. And today I want to talk about slumps. And I cannot say the word slump without thinking about the Dr. Seuss book, Oh, the Places You'll Go. And in Dr. Seuss says, unslumping yourself is not easily done. (laughs) That is the truth. For those of you parents out there, if you've been in a slump, I'm going to go ahead and say any humans out there have probably been in a slump before. So I'm talking to you, but there are certain types of slumps that can be really, really challenging and discouraging. So I'm going to talk about that, but how to know if this will help you. Your athlete loves their sport and they are not happy with their performance right now. This leads to self-doubt. They have generally lower confidence because sport is life for a lot of these athletes. It it is slash was for me. And so if their sport isn't feeling good and they're not feeling good about their performance, then they tend to not feel good in general. And I know I can still get caught up in this in any performance arena. If I, if I feel like I'm not performing well, I feel like I'm not good. So that that's a whole nother story. But anyway, I want to talk to you about how to get happy again, first of all, and then how to get through the slump. And there's, it's a three-step process. It is not easy, but it's simple. It's simple. And if you follow this process, you will get out of a slump. Not only will you get out of a slump, but you will be so glad you had that slump because it, it got you motivated to do the work that it takes to become your true, like you're the true athlete that's inside of you. Okay. So first of all, before I mention those three steps, I want to talk about sort of like the necessary foundation that you have to have. First of all, you have to believe you can get off the slump. Now I I talk to athletes and I've talked to many post COVID who it's like their sport lost its luster. They kind of liked being home with their family. They kind of, they're just not sure if they still love it. They, it's almost like everyone was injured a year ago. So they're like, can I get off this slump? Can I get my mojo back? So you have to first, before anything that I tell you is going to be helpful, there has to be a little teeny little seed of hope that yes, I can get through this. Because when I was an athlete, I didn't believe I could and I didn't. It's like, there's a Confucius quote. Oh shoot, now I can't remember it. It's trying to get all philosophical on you. Anyway, it's like, if you believe you can, you can. If you believe you can't, you can't. If you believe you can get off the slump, you can. If you believe you can't, you can't. So if you believe you can, let's proceed. First, the second thing is actually to stop forcing it. There is this major misconception that if you're on a slump, 
you are not trying hard enough. So that's basically it. It's like, if you're on a slump, you're not trying hard enough. So you have to try harder and you're trying harder and it's not working. And what's the point? And am I ever going to get better? And then you start to sort of lose the love. No, the love is still there. You're just losing the happiness. So you athletes have to have an open mind. You have to be willing to give me the belief that your lackluster performance is not because you're not good enough. And it's not because you're not trying hard enough. It's just because you have not figured out how to use your mind as a tool. And you get into these places where your thinking takes over and you're like, ah, there's something wrong with me. I need to work harder. It's not working. That negativity is part of it, but it's really that you haven't learned how to use your mind as your superpower. So I'm going to talk to you about how to do that. And, and so when I say the word slump, I mean underperforming. Okay. This could be due to mental blocks. It could be performance anxiety. It could be setbacks, like um, having to quarantine, low self-confidence. It can be a slump, just like just feeling like, oh, I'm not, I mean, I'm just not good enough. And unhappiness, feeling like kind of that dread or that low, just low vibes about going to practice. All of those, the solution is the same. So here we go. There are three steps to unslump yourself. The first step is you have to gain awareness. Now, other mental trainers out there will actually try to teach you something that I, I, I don't agree with, but basically they'll, they want you to block out what's not working. Just like distract yourself, trick yourself, come up with a little thing that you do that makes it so that you don't think about what's not working. Now, I'm actually the opposite. And I want you to pay attention to what's not working, whether it's fear, whether it's depression, whether it's like pay attention. If you're just not feeling like something doesn't feel right, pay attention. There is a message. Your brain is so cool. The human brain is so cool. I took neuropsychology when I was in grad school and it was like the worst class ever because there was so much information. I was like, I'm never going to understand all of this. But like the more that I learn about the brain, the more I'm like, gosh, this thing is so cool. It's so cool. And it sends us all these messages. And if we can figure out how to decode those messages, we can use this thing like the best muscle in our body. So what I have learned is that fear is feedback. Failure is feedback. It's all data. You're getting information all the time that will help you to be an amazing athlete. And those bad days, bad weeks, bad months, bad years are full of amazing, helpful information that can allow you to rise your potential, to be the champion that you want to be. So here's the problem. In order to listen to all those messages, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable because you have to take a good look at yourself and you have to, you have to be willing to go, oh, I am really negative or like, that is a belief system that I've held on to for a really long time or, oh, that's not true. Oh, that's not helping me. So this is not for the faint of heart. This is for only athletes who would like to be a champion and who are willing to do not just the physical work and practice, but are willing to do the look of the work of looking in the mirror and going, okay, where am I? And this isn't just like, oh, I'm so terrible. This is just like, it's data. I've fallen in love with data recently because there's no judgment and you don't have to feel bad and you don't have to hate yourself. You just are like, oh, data make adjustments, do another experiment, like another competition. Does this make any sense to you guys? It's making sense to me. I hope that it makes sense to you. So anyway, like the whole point of awareness is that you have to know where you are so that you'll know why you're not where you want to be yet. 
if you know where you are, like point A, you are here, then you can take that information and go, okay, where do I want to go? I want to go to point B. Great. Let's make a map to get there. And so that's the second step. Once you have really gotten some good awareness, you go into step two, which is confidence building. And that is the path between A and B that you are, you're building your ladder to success. Now there are six ways to build confidence and infinite ways to destroy it. So that's why confidence is such a tricky little beast. I'll tell you real quick, like the six ways to build it. And these are all the ways that within Perform Happy, my mental training program, we are constantly using all these different six ways to build it. But if that's all you're doing, you're not going to stay confident because you have to stop undermining your confidence. Okay. So the ways that you build confidence, pulling from past successes, taking control of the way your body feels. So there's certain things that you can control that allow your body to feel ready and optimized. The images you see in your head, the way that you talk to yourself and the way that others talk to you, your mood and your emotions and how you relate to the successes of others. That's how you build confidence. Okay. In a nutshell. And there's some really specific ways that you can use all of those facets to build super strong confidence. However, there's this one tricky little thing that is always undermining confidence and it is fear. Okay. Perfectionism, over-trying, overly focusing on outcomes. Those are all things that I see destroying performances and they're all fueled by fear, fear of failure. Then there's the lack of communication with coaches or lack of collaboration with coaches, which I see leading to all kinds of confidence issues. And that is fueled by the fear of not being liked, by the fear of looking stupid, by the fear of being embarrassed. Essentially, all slumps are caused by fear. Great, right? So the good thing about fear and confidence is that they are opposites. So if your confidence is up, your fear is down. If your fear is up, your confidence is down. So if we are doing the twofold job of boosting confidence and addressing those fears that you figured out when you were in the awareness phase of like, oh, I really am afraid of failure, or I really am afraid of being embarrassed, or I really don't want to sound stupid. If you can look at those fears and be like, okay, let's work with this. Let's take this feedback and let's work with it. Then all that confidence work you're doing will stick. So, and it allows you to start focusing on what's possible rather than avoiding what you're afraid of. So then once you've done the work in the, in the confidence training to eliminate your fears, to build your confidence in a way that you can duplicate. So you know what makes you tick because you're aware, you know what works for you and what doesn't. Then we can go into phase three, which is my very favorite, my very favorite part. The third step to getting yourself out of a slump. And I mean, like, I want to, I'm going to be bold and say like permanently. If you can get into this one, you will be out of the slump. It's self-trust. So it's one thing to kind of know how you tick. It's another to know how to build your confidence. But this piece, this is where other mental trainers leave this piece out too. You got to be able to let it happen. You might be able, you might be completely able to do the skills to perform at an optimal level. But if you don't have the skill of self-trust, you won't be able to let it happen. And you'll be ruled by expectations. You'll be crushed by pressure. You'll have what if thoughts that come in and steal your thunder. So if you could let go of those expectations, if you could let go of the, you know, the the weight of pressure and allow it to be the exhilaration of a challenge, 
If those what if thoughts were like, what if this is awesome? If you were no longer afraid of failure, if you could just focus purely on execution, strategy, letting go of those little little nitpicky what if thoughts or trying to oh, like force it or try to be perfect. If you weren't, you would be free to just perform. So the, like the ultimate outcome for me is when you get through that, that trust phase is that you know everything's as it should be for better or for worse. You know that the successes and failures are equally valuable to your success in sport and in life. You know that you're on the path to success, even if your path is meandering and, and it looks like you're backtracking. You know you're on the path and you know that you're moving forward and you can trust it. And you'll always continue learning from it. You keep marching, you keep working because you have a choice. You choose to be there. You have the grit that keeps you going and you have this faith in in yourself and your training that you can absolutely do it. And you know where point A is, you know where point B is, you know how to walk there. And when you get there, you know how to let it happen. Oh, so good. So I know I just threw like so much information at you. So what I want to do is invite you. If you are like, tell me more. I want to invite you to a free training that's all about how to break the fear cycle and build lasting sport confidence. It goes into detail about those three things I talked about. I hope that you'll join me there. It's completeperformancecoaching.com slash training is where you can go to register for that free training. It's for parents and athletes to attend together. And if you are experiencing a slump, I strongly recommend, I know that an hour to watch a training is an insane amount of time for a sport family. But I promise you it will be worth your while that you will take away something that will help you to get into whatever phase you need to be in next. So again, that's completeperformancecoaching.com slash training. Check it out. And I will see you again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Perform Happy Podcast. If you're ready to unlock your maximum sport potential, head over to performhappy.com and join us. You'll be training alongside world champion athletes and Olympic hopefuls. And I will personally take you through my research-based system for overcoming fear and mental blocks, building confidence, and finding your flow. I'm coach Rebecca Smith, and I'll see you next time.